Hi, you are listening to Postgrad Space with me, Valerie Udiambo, and I hope that you are keeping warm and keeping safe wherever you are. I know if you're here in Kenya, the weather has been topsy-turvy, but hope all is well with you. Recently, I have been trying to do different things with my life. One of them is trying a headstand, which has proved to be difficult, but not impossible. And secondly is building my own brand, which is hectic. Now I know that we see people who have created brands and we think that it's all easy. But guess what? It takes time, it takes energy, and it takes a heck of creativity behind all these brands that you see out there. Now I know in school you are often told that um, we should build a personal brand and that's where the conversation ended. But I'm taking this opportunity just to get a glimpse of how we can go about it and what are the pitfalls and the bottlenecks that you might find when you are creating your own brand and hopefully becoming somebody who is likable and trustworthy for your audience. So on this week's episode, I am speaking to Pinky Galani, who is an amazing, amazing woman. She has been in the media front for years and she has also been a model. So she understands personal branding uh, personally. (laughs) And I hope that you can get a few things out of this conversation. Thank you so much for being a part of my podcast. I'm really excited to have you on this show. Thank you, Valerie. How awesome of you to write to me and say that you'd like to feature me on this podcast. I'm completely honored. Who is Pinky? So Pinky is... um, I... (laughs) There's so many levels of Pinky. I can talk to you about Pinky the brand. Let me let me get into Pinky the brand first. Pinky the brand is a media personality uh, with 25 years of uh, media background through radio, Capital FM, Kiss FM, through television, KTN, NTV, KBC, uh, through print media, standard media, again, nation, newspapers, uh, being the editor of Drum Magazine. So all in all, uh, you know, very heavily involved in the media space and mm-hmm. um, also the modeling space. I represented Kenya as Miss India Kenya 20 years ago, <laughs> you imagine, um, nice. uh, in the year 2000, I was crowned that. And I was just, I just loved you uh, to, to be on the catwalk at that time. And now, you know, because everything's gone from mainstream media into social media, Still trying to find my way around that and mm-hmm. uh, you know because it's a very millennial thing so people my age still don't understand the value of social media so trying to make them understand it and, and how has that journey been for you in terms of that transition you know everything is on transit how has that journey been so um you know learning i i remember there was a point where I got a bit complacent. I felt like I had built my brand to a level where I was like, okay, I don't need to do anymore. People know who I am. And then, of course, you know, this whole wave of social media came about. And um, as it did, I remember Google getting in touch with me because I was one of the most searched people in Kenya. So Google reached out to me and they said, you know, this is a great opportunity for you to take advantage of the social media space. 
And mm. I don't know whether it's an age thing or whatever. I was not interested. I was like, you know what? I can, I'm, I'm okay without you. You can by yourself. Yeah, it was, it was such a wasted opportunity, I feel. Uh, but what happened is um, I then got busy, you know, having children and becoming a mom that I, I didn't pay attention. And suddenly when I came back, I, I noticed there was a big boom. And if you wanted to remain relevant, you needed to be on social media. So it was finding my footing. Who am I on social media? I'm definitely not a fashion blogger. I'm not a makeup artist. But these are things that were really succeeding, you know. So, um, yes, I have a modeling background. But I feel like um, there's so much more to me than just mm -hmm. being a model and looking pretty. So finding myself online was, um, it took time. And now I feel I've sort of created a space and found a niche. And this is where I'm really pushing myself and trying to own that mm -hmm. space. Yeah. Do you think like 20 years ago, you'd be who you are today? Is, is that part of what you wanted to become when you're growing up? So I really wanted to be a Bollywood actress. Nice. <laughs> I'm so fascinated. I always wanted... Um, the limelight mm -hmm. um, so I think but you see like God always has a way of taking you to where you need to be mm -hmm. I think my, my ego was more fascinated with this limelight and the glamour and whatever but I again I feel like I had a deeper purpose and a deeper reason to go through everything I've gone through and to share my stories online so if you ask me 20 years ago what I would have been uh, I definitely didn't see myself doing what I'm doing today. I thought I'd be more, you know, show busy and celebrity in that regard. Mm -hmm. But I'm very grateful for where I am because I think where I am has a lot more depth, uh, a lot more longevity in regards to the career span. I can live this longer and work in mm -hmm. this space longer. So, yeah, I mean, but it's not a bad thing to evolve. It's not. Mm -hmm. yeah. The thing is, you have to be able to do it gracefully. You have to be able mm -hmm. to accept your journey gracefully. That's a nice point. Yeah. Living it, but gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> it's a key word. How did you end up now taking personal branding as, I know it's a passion for you, but do you do it as a full-time thing or is it uh, something that you just enjoy having? So because I know how to build a personal brand, and like I said before, mm -hmm. digital media, I built my brand without social media, which was a lot more difficult um, mm -hmm. I feel, because you really need to get out there. You really need to know people. You really need to network. And with social media, it's very easy. It's a click of a button. People understand who you are. So I just feel like, um, you know, again, for, for people to be able to last in this space longer, they need a brand that is strong. I thought it would be nice to be able to share my wisdom in this space, to be able to uh, give you know, people the knowledge on how to be a brand and work yeah. with brands and therefore work with brands. Because a lot of people were asking me, how do you manage to work with such big brands? And mm. um, I think it's just the the fact that my my brand in itself is consistent. How did it become consistent? Because I built it. How did I build it? Through, you know, 
all the techniques that I show you. Um, yeah. So I, I do have a personal branding course that I had to put on hold mm -hmm. because of COVID. And then I said, let me just try and do some stuff online. The idea is helping people understand that when you now, especially, like I said, with digital media, when you post yeah. anything online, that is your associated with your brand. If you start doing booby shots and bum bum shots, <laughs> well, then you know, it will be a part of your brand. So you really need to strategically place yourself when you are showcasing yourself in a public um, arena, which is social media. Even if you are on private settings, people can find you and see. Yeah. Do you think there's that risk of overselling yourself when building that brand? You can never oversell yourself. You need to mm. believe in yourself so much that you sell yourself. I don't think there's a, such a thing as overselling yourself. Coca-Cola mm. don't oversell themselves. You see them on every kiosk two, two, you know, two steps later, they've got a, you know, a fridge two steps later. You just see them everywhere. Uh, in order for a brand to become a household name, it needs to be in everyone's faces. Um, and this goes with personal branding as well. So you need to be able to be everywhere, be seen everywhere, um, you know, be associated with a lot of things. There is a risk of uh, too much of that. But mm -hmm. this, this comes only after you have you've ma managed to attain the level of household name. Then you draw back. Now that's strategy. Because... Mm -hmm too much of something can get boring. So people are like, ah, she's here again. Oh, yeah. you'll go to that party, you'll see Pinky. Ah, no, you know, so you, you have to be strategic after you've thrown your brand everywhere to now withdraw it and get people to demand it. But I'm just thinking um, it will also attract negative publicity at one point. You know, you know, you know, in marketing, they say there's yeah. no such thing as bad publicity. Mm. Absolutely none. Any publicity is good publicity. That's the thing. If you are consistent with your brand, your brand is your reputation. You must guard it with your life. If you get negative publicity, that's okay. Because the truth will always come out, provided you are consistent with who your brand is. So, um, you know, if... If you are associated in a scandal or something wrong, then you run the risk of ruining your reputation. That's why I say your reputation is so important. Um, so bad publicity is not necessarily a bad thing, provided you you are a wholesome, a whole product. So no, they can throw stones, but they can't dent you. And mm -hmm. yeah, being seen too much can be a bad thing. So, you know, it's that whole thing of, ah, it's available everywhere. Big G, big G is a okay, ball gums. Ball gums are everywhere, right? So you're not yeah. so thrilled and enthused when you see it. You're just like, okay, I know I can get it the next place and the next place. So, like I said, once you've built your brand and you're among the A-listers, if you will, in, in whatever field you're in, then now learn how to pull away so that people start wondering, okay, I'm at this party or I'm at this event, but this person isn't here. So maybe this event is not so happening. 
So how can one build an authentic brand? Because you're in the digital space and every time you go to your Instagram, you see people faking it till they make it. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where's the authenticity? Never, never fake it. Because the truth, even if it's five years from now, 10 years from now, it will come out and it will damage your reputation. If you yeah. want to have a long-standing personal brand, build it from the ground up. And don't be afraid um, if you get a few likes, if you get a few followers. Organic is always the best way to go. If you're going to start buying followers, if you're going to start buying likes, it will be seen through eventually. So if you want to be a person that brands are going to work with, they are going to look at your history. And if your history is any bit dodgy, any way, they will say no. So please don't fake it. I know it's very easy to fake it, um, but it, it's, it's so ugly when you get caught out, you know? Um, there was a big media personality who was doing a lot of things online and she was apparently faking every picture and mm. she had to withdraw herself from social media because she got caught out and now nobody will work with her for a long time because people have lost faith in her and mm. it will catch up the faking it will catch up so how do you build a personal brand you be consistent you do look for your authenticity. Who are you? And let me tell you, you don't have to be this whole fashion blogger or you don't have to be, you know, um, I don't know, what are they called? Makeup artist, tutorial. Yeah. You don't need to be doing what everyone else is doing in order for you to be seen. I always mm. say when people are zigging, you should zag. You should go the other way. Do not be afraid of the road less traveled. Go for it. If there is a passion, a burning desire inside of you, there is a reason for that passion. And that is your purpose. I'm not saying that your purpose doesn't come with, uh, without shit sandwiches. It does. You'll always get served a shit sandwich. The thing mm -hmm. is, what are you willing to take? And really, really dive into your authenticity. Once you decide you want to be a brand that people work with, you have to do the homework. You have to figure out who you are. You have to find out what your values are, your principles, and then that's who you become in everything you do, every every part of your life. I think you've even answered my last question. How do people begin by, <laughs> how do you start yeah. a brand? Yeah, Where so you, you start, start you figure out yeah. what you want to do in the next year, for example. Mm. Who are the brands you'd like to work with? Look at those brands and look at how they place themselves and ask yourself, what inside you? Don't become something you're not. What inside you resonates with that brand? And why do you yeah. want to work with that brand? Um, and then now start sort of aligning yourself to mm. talk, uh, sorry, to uh, walk the talk, you know? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong in being all you. That's so that's true. That's a final thought. You are amazing. You are awesome. The world needs a piece of you. So don't be anyone else. Don't imitate. Become all you. Own it 100%. And that's when people buy into your brand. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. What I'd love you to do is to pick out what stood out for you in today's conversation and tag me at postgradspace on Instagram or pgradspace on Twitter. I am so grateful for you being a dedicated listener and I hope that you can share this message with your friends and your loved ones. Don't forget to subscribe as well and to rate and to review this podcast. Till next time. Ciao.